Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine, and here we are, what used to be Succession Sunday, to talk about The Idol, the new HBO show. Oh my god, I was about to say The Icon, right, The Idol. Yeah, The Idol. It's got Lily Rose Depp, she's the star. The Weeknd is a producer, and Sam Levinson is also involved, the guy who does Euphoria. I think it's been much anticipated. Sarah, what did you think about this TV show. I went in with very, 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 very low expectations because of the amount of scathing reviews that were coming at my feeds left and right. People were slamming it. Slam. Like, I don't think I have seen a show so instantly hated by the public ever. I mean, what has been worse received than this? There has to be something. Everybody hates it. (laughs) I know. Based on who was saying it and what they were saying, I thought I was probably going to like it because I'm someone who thinks Quentin Tarantino is a feminist filmmaker. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which I do. I'm not being ironic. And like, like people were like, oh, it's all about the male gaze, male gaze, male gaze. It's male fantasy, wish fulfillment. And I'm like... Well, the Barbie movie is female wish fulfillment. You know, like we all get our, we all get our own shit. In many ways, all film and television is wish fulfillment. I mean, it's a, it's a form of escapism yeah, in whatever way. Yeah. So I went in thinking I'm going to, I'm going to, in my sometimes contrarian way, like this show. And I have to say they had me for the first half. They really did. The first half of the show was like an ensemble comedy with a lot of really interesting points being made. Jane Adams? Yeah, about fame, about pop culture, about how hollow some of the different like causes that we get behind ultimately are. And then it kind of turned into like a character study of the weekend, Abel Tesfaye's character, Tedris, and what he's going to do. Like... It it seems like it's going to be, instead of being about this woman's career, it's going to be about this creepy Svengali who she met on a night out who. Right. It's going to be about their relate. Like, so from what I understand, this was like a part of the like production journey. This is sort of like, don't worry, darling 2.0 in a way where we heard so much about this show in anticipation of it because of the behind the scenes drama. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Amy, what's her last name? Simitz? Simitz, yeah. Rolling Stone did a big expose, if anyone wants to read it, about all of the drama. The headline is The Idol, How HBO's Next Euphoria Became Twisted Torture Porn. So, like, 
based on that headline, based on a lot of the tweets, I was expecting it to be like Blonde. Remember Blonde that we watched with Ana de Armas? Now that was torture porn. That was torture porn. That was male gaze. This is just more like porn. Yeah, this is kind of like, I don't know. I'm I'm still holding out hope that that the the fun and tongue-in-cheek and ensemble and funny nature of the first half like I'm holding out hope that that will come back. I'm not completely giving up on this show at all, but like the the final half hour definitely. So yeah, where did they lose you? Where did they lose <sighs> you? I think they lost me when she started choking herself and jerking it on the couch. See, what's so funny is that's actually I think when I started really liking it. You ever choked yourself while you came? No. <laughs> oh my god have a little fun try it tonight next out of town i know again like don't worry darling i was like yeah we love kind of lingus and sometimes we got to do a little roll i mean i've never choked myself to becoming red face but i certainly like a little bit of even with myself role play autoerotic asphyxiation yeah yeah i'm not ju- i'm not judging anyone who does do that but i'm just like having seen all of the cri- criticism that it's male fantasy male wish fulfillment knowing that he choked her a little on the dance floor and now she's jerking it and choking herself. I was like, okay. I thought that was very real. See, I found that to be, I was like, oh, he's going to unlock her because that was the whole thing. She like lost her voice, but then it's like, did she ever have a voice to begin with? Right. But it's like, why are we, why do we need a man to unlock her? It's kind of like, it's a star is born with none of the camp fun and none of the right ridiculous you know what I mean it's like yeah it's it just was so cringe at the end when he's like you're not singing like you're fucking like and it's true right 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 okay by the end it was cringe I thought it became cringe the minute this was even before the masturbation scene I thought it became cringe when he said you're dangerous oh my god I must have blocked that out of my brain but yeah on the dance floor while he's choking her, he's like, you're dangerous. Right. And it's like, actually, you seem, you seem like the dangerous. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I saw some tweets where people were like, why would this gorgeous pop star like a like a sleazy nightclub owner? And it's like, because she says it. She says to him, when you're famous, everyone lies to you. You seem like someone who tells the truth. She said, you're a big enough asshole enough to tell the truth, which is actually, I think, so deep, so illuminating. Yeah, but it, it it also, again, is like, you can tell it was written by a man. Right. Men are always like, hot girls like assholes. And it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of hot girls with, there's a lot of hot girls that have nice boyfriends. But <laughs> like, yeah, I, I thought it did make sense that she would go for him. We've seen, how many famous women have we seen date beneath it? I mean, Taylor Swift and Matt Healy, we have just, our long national nightmare is finally over. Like, this happens all the time. R.I.P. It's over. It's over. She had her fun. Yeah. She fucked around. She found out. It happens all the time. Like, it's it's very believable that she would take up with this guy. Yes. But then the the way that he, I don't know. I just, I'm just like, it, it started out, so, it's kind of like the funny girl problem. Act one and act yes. two were two different things. Like, yes. It started out as a funny tongue-in-cheek show and it ended as this, I, I just don't care about these two people's relationship. I simply don't care. The only reason that I care and what I'm trying to tell myself, and this could be like my own fanfic bleeding into the pod. So I apologize if so, let me know. Open to feedback. Mm-hmm. Because they referenced Britney so overtly in the beginning. Remind me, remind me what the me- reference was. When they were all watching her in rehearsal and they did the toxic throwback and they were talking about like, well, Britney and 
Joss are like two of the same. And like, we're trying to pay homage to Britney and Joss in their careers. They like literally said it verbatim. They said it. Yeah. They said, that's what we're doing. Yeah. So to me, the reason that I stayed with this rat tailed weekend ass producer ass character is because I was like, oh, is he doing Sam Lefty? I think he could be like, I think there, I, because that has been the most confounding thing about the Britney story as like an outsider in a way where it's like, Sam is who you, you went to for support from your team that you didn't really trust. I feel like that's what they're, I feel like this is specifically Sam Lefty and Britney Spears being played out in a narrative form. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that. I think that it might be because knowing how much of this was, allegedly the weekend's idea apparently this was a totally his idea yeah so the woman who was signed on to be the director amy simitz mm-hmm. amy simitz so th- this is from the the rolling stone expose she suddenly exited with roughly 80 percent of the six episode series finished which in my in my fanfic version she directed the first half of the episode HBO addressed the news by confirming the idol was set to have a major creative overhaul and would be adjusting the cast and crew. There was little explanation for the shakeup except for reports. Now, keep in mind, these are anonymous reports from anonymous sources, except for reports that Tesve, who is the co-creator, felt the show was heading too much into a, quote, female perspective. Yeah, I actually think that that's exactly what happened, but that's not quite the way I would put it. What the way I personally would put it with and I have no idea. What I would say, if you want to put it in more blatant layman's terms, is I'm not featured in the show enough. And it was my idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I think he because he put out that announcement a few months ago where he's like, I'm retiring from music. I've done all that I can as the weekend. And now I'm simply disabled. Yeah. And it's like, why? And it's like, oh, because you pitched a show to HBO, it got picked up. But then midway through production, you realize, wait a second, wait a second. This isn't a vehicle for me. (laughs) Yeah. So that makes me think, I mean, okay. It is unfair to attribute the quote female perspective quote (laughs) to him because it's not a direct quote, but everyone's putting quotation marks around it. So it is a little unfair to the weekend because it's like, right. We we don't, that's not, it's actually not a direct quote from him, but right. What, so that, what that made me start thinking though, is like, okay, who has the weekend? Cause when we, you and I were, uh, texting about it you're like he's dated the hottest girls and I'm like yeah he dated um Bella Hadid and he dated Selena Gomez and I was like maybe when he was dating Selena because this girl definitely has overtones of Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato totally. as well totally and all of the all of the former Disney girls like they had Hari Neff's reporter character say to her oh yeah. um I've been, I grew up watching you on such and such show. So you're like, okay, she's definitely got a big dose of all these Disney girls in her. So I was like, how much of this is him kind of rewriting his Selena relationship and, and thinking like, oh, if only Selena had listened to me and like my genius advice on her career. Like that was all I could think that (laughs) that final scene when he cuts the hole in the cloth that's over her face and and like is trying to tell her like you need to sing like you're fucking. I was like, he a hundred percent had that conversation with Selena Gomez, like a hundred percent because she also sings like she has like her vagina is sealed shut like a Barbie doll. You know what I mean? Not anymore. Not anymore. So like I I don't know. I was thinking it's 
it's very per- it might be very personal for him and he thinks it's this like really deep thing because he thinks that but this is all just me speculating <laughs> no i actually didn't even think of selena gomez in this but i agree completely like right i think that he retired from music he's like the weekend has had it's it's monday now and we're moving on okay we got work to do <laughs> yeah he's gonna go back too also they always sure. i mean if jay-z retired it's like lol you didn't retire this is who you are as a person so it's like yeah i retired from comedy but i just everything i say is anyway yeah you're just doing a new project for a little bit yeah i think that abel aka the weekend was in a couple of relationships where his big dick energy and his kinky style did like, so you're like, why does she need a man to unlock her for the record and let it be stated? Let it be clear. I was absolutely unlocked by a man. Oh my God. Beyond beyond. I'm shocked by two things that you said, (laughs) but the first one is that you think the weekend has big dick energy. I didn't until I watched the show. And then I started to think part of what he was doing in this show is trying to assert like, hey, for the record, even though I'm 5'8", I unlock women, which is questionable. But I, I do think he's erotic. I mean, his music is erotic. Yeah, it is. It's erotic. It's specifically on fuck playlists. But I think he's still nerdy. He gives me major nerd vibes to look at him. Yeah, but nerd doesn't mean you have a small dick. I mean, he gives me nerd vibes, too. But I, but sometimes nerds have big dicks. Mm. And big dick aside, big dick aside, sometimes nerds are kinky. Sometimes nerds push you to the edge. They're definitely kinky. I mean, every polyamory TikTok that I, for some reason, keep getting served looks like a Star Trek convention. So, yes, <laughs> nerds are nerds are kinky. Bro, Sam Bankman Freed and his nerd crew having polyamorous orgies in the Bahamas is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> It's not big dick energy, though. Like kinky energy. Oh, that is that is not that is kinky not. and BDE are two totally different things. Like big dick. Okay, wait. That's interesting. Tell me more. Tell me more. I don't know. Kinky to me is like you're doing weird shit, and sure, maybe that's right. cool. Maybe we like it, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have the quiet confidence of big dick energy. Like right. people, big that- dick energy is quiet. Confidence yeah, and the people is exactly with- right. The big dick energy guy. I mean, I just think you're gonna if you sleep with him you're going to have a good time without having to really like think outside the box. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, well, no, I disagree completely. I only, my lovers all have big dick energy and they are creative as hell. Okay. And have unlocked and have unlocked me. So, and I give them that credit completely and totally, mostly Randy. But when I think of kinky, I think of like, like just not cool like like um like right what's his face army hammer with the, the japanese knot tying right but yeah but that's small dick energy if you need to go through all of these theatrics in order to like right. create enough tension to get someone off that's small dick energy but i think the big dick energy element is more like okay so in this show for example where he like put the thing over her head like she was bianca sensori walking into sunday service or whatever dude that was on my list. Can we pivot real quick? Yeah, let's pivot real quick. The recent photos that came out of Kanye West and his new alleged wife, Bianca Sensori, walking into Sunday service. Kanye is wearing Kanye is wearing a T-shirt that says Police, which is the German word for the German police force designed by Demna from Balenciaga. Disgraced Demna. And then Spanx. And then he's wearing like literally Spanx. Man spandex with a moose knuckle hanging out. Unless you're on a football field, man, you have no business wearing 
Spanish. Yeah, don't do it. And and he's got like wetsuit booties on. And then she's wearing a full body black condom. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> her arms are like bondaged into herself and she's got this weird circle thing around it's like a zoo it's literally zoolander gone bad it's <laughs> no, like that's so weird. right it's like it's doing a fashion parody it's like a zoolander spoof yeah uh-huh. so like i i don't know some people were saying they thought it looked s&m like that like he's he's got her out in bondage gear and i'm like oh my god that is that puts the kim all black balenciaga outfit Oh my God, same exact thought. I was like, oh no, it's not that Kim is a Dementor, it's that he's demented. He's bondaging her. And that made me sad because, but then also I was like, you know what? I think that's just the power of Kim's cult of personality that when she wore it, it didn't seem like a modesty or control thing. It seemed like a flex of like, my body is so iconic that you know who I am when you can't even see my face like but then when this woman walks out in it something about her she doesn't have the gravitas to pull it off like I was scared for her I feel worried for Bianca Sensori I felt like those paparazzi photos of them click 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 right so they get like a series of like four photos within like uh, two minutes or something right that that they then get put online okay so there's one photo where she kind of like makes eye contact with Kanye she's smiling Then in the next three, she seems to have like snapped into a character where she's like only looking down. Yeah. And she's like doing like, I'm a bad girl. But because the other paparazzi photos exist where she's like, okay, con, like you can sort of see them making eye contact. She's smiling. And then seconds later, she's like, "Mm." I hope you're right that she's just play acting in this weird way. I think she's play acting. I think she's doing what actually Kim did, which is not anybody's fault, but it's like they they were intoxicated by the Kanye serum. And they're like, okay, babe, whatever you want, the creative direction of walking into this room should be. Let's but I think it. Kim pushed back more like for as much as people attribute her style success of the past 10 years or so to him. I do think she never lost herself in it. And this woman did not look, she she had no discernible identity the last few times we've seen her out. She looks like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think, and she, Kim even showed on the show her arguing with Kanye. She's in her 20s. When we look at guys who are like, why is he dating someone in their 20s? It's like, because they don't have it in them to push back yet. Exactly. Like, Kim always kind of still knew where to draw the line with him Uh and be like, I'm not doing this weird sister wife play acting where I am silent and invisible next to you. We're not doing that. This is a partnership. Kim had a career before their relationship. Right. That's the difference. Bianca's actually in whatever way perfect for him because she wouldn't even, she had a day job. We wouldn't even know she existed. She's on LinkedIn. The bottom line is it's too soon to tell what the hell her deal is or their deal is. But it's similar to, I think about Bianca versus like Chaney Jones. And it's kind of a similar thing where it's like, oh, you 20 somethings who are just like obsessed with me will play into my theta more than Kim now in her 40s would have. And that's what he's actually looking for. Yeah. Kim was his muse until she actually became a fully formed adult. But I think she came into that relationship a fully formed adult. Yes, but I think she downplayed it because she was like, it's Kanye. No, she knew what he was good at and she let him be good at it on and around her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she's still also like, I I don't know. I, I also think that Cheney Jones never wore anything this stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. 
It's disturbing. She looks like a demented teacup. And he looks weird too. Like they both look so fucking weird. Kanye, if you're going to wear Spanx to the ball, you need to do some fucking squats. Yeah. It's one thing to have a fat ass you're flexing, but it's like, I don't need to see Kanye's pancake ass in yoga pants ever. Yeah. They looked weird as hell. They looked they looked jarring and strange. He's so weird. I just want everyone to stop saying that Kanye is responsible for any style glow up that Kim ever had. I'm like, this is proof now. <laughs> proof positive. I mean, look at the last few people that he's dressed and styled. They look like insane people. Julia, we miss your ass. We don't need the garbage bags. Yeah. Get out of the garbage bags. Let's get back to the matter at hand. The show. I think they were overtly referencing Britney because they'd say it in the first half. And then I think that the weekend's character is like a Sam Lufty type where we're sitting here from the audience perspective going like Britney is giving all of her power to this drug dealer. And it's like, yeah. He's the only one that's cool to hang out with. It's actually Lutfi. Did you know that? Most people don't know that. What did I say? Lufty. Lufty? It's Lutfi. Lutfi. Yeah. Lutfi. Sam, if you're listening, join us on the pod. And I'm sorry. It's Lutfi. Lutfi. Yeah, we're sorry, Sam. Like, I agree with you completely. And I also would pose the question, why does The weekend give a shit? And that's why I think... Right, that's where your theory is really good. Because it's like, oh, he gives a shit because he's like, you guys don't know that I unlocked... These women. Yes, exactly. And like he, why is he wanting to tell this specific story about the music industry, but, but he's centering a young female former Disney girl. Cause he's like, I'm that guy. Right. He like, why is, why is he not telling a story? This is just, this is not to invalidate this story. It's just, I'm curious like, why is that what he's choosing? Like, in, instead of a story about a young man who got famous on SoundCloud and did the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Like, he does he think that he like I, I'm I'm really interested to see if he makes points about the music industry that would seem to apply to his career as well, or if it's really just him being like, here is how I would Pygmalion a young pop star. That's what I'm interested to see. Oh, see, I didn't see it. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so I didn't see it as here's how I would Pygmalion a young pop star, even though that is like a bit on the nose in terms of what it actually is. Well, right, that's literally what his character's doing. So to me, I'm like, okay, but he's an actor. That's that's the part he's playing. That's why I thought it was more of a Sam. But what I thought is that- Because he's co-creator. You know what I mean? It's like, why did Alec right. Baldwin get charged with shooting that girl? Because he was the producer. Like, right. Well, and in fact, in this case, it's not just that he's a producer. From what I understand, and I could be wrong, but from what I understand, this was his concept. He pitched it around. He found writers for it. He then hired Amy for it. Right, and that's why I'm like, Why? From what I understand, Amy was centering the Lily Rose Depp character too much. And he was like, she needs to go. Giving her too much agency. It's not about her. It's about this relationship where I'm the star. And that's why I've retired from singing. So he really is just ultimately trying to create his next, like as a human, and you will not be surprised by his astrology, but as a human, he is trying to take his career somewhere else and in a world where he's not the the singer i think he was deeply disappointed by what happens when you actually uh collaborate with people and he was like wait wait, wait, wait. this isn't what i meant i'm putting the most money down so fire her bring in erotic ass 
you know, sexy ass fucking pushing the limits ass Sam Levinson to center the weird sex. And that's what this is about because I need a vehicle. Yeah. And this is my car that I brought to everybody's garage. I think that sounds very accurate. And I would love to know why this is the one. Here's a quote from an anonymous production member per Rolling Stone. What I signed up for was a dark satire of fame and the fame model in the 21st century. The things that we subject our talent and stars to, the forces that put people in the spotlight and how that can be manipulated in the post-Trump world. However, they add, it went from satire to the thing it was satirizing. Mm. So like it literally, it's- But isn't that sort of everything where it's like, it's just like everything okay come on Pisces like it's like everything's everything it's like if you're focusing on something that's what you're focusing on whether you're like satirizing it or not but the first half was that effect it was a very effective satire of sort of but it was still like big nipples out I know but it's also HBO and like they were definitely trying to make points about the whole concept of having an an intimacy coordinator and like notarizing nudity and things like that. Yeah. The the first plot point is the intimacy coordinator. That's like sort of how the show introduces itself. Well, the first shot is like, I really loved the first shot. The photo shoot. Of her. Yeah. Her just going through all of these um, facial expressions and even making herself cry on command, snapping out of it on command. I thought that was such a really fun self-referential like oh yeah you think I'm a nepo baby well check out these acting skills I thought that was a really fun moment of just like look she's got the chops she can do it she's magnetic she knows what she's doing this girl has star power like I loved that so then uh she starts to show her boobs and the intimacy coordinator is like she's not supposed to do that She's only supposed to show it. They had a funny word for like her left flank and like all this other shit. They have like a legal name for side boob. Yeah. She's only supposed to, she's not supposed to show any areola. And like it had potential as like a good, funny joke. It's a bit. Yeah. And then, and then she was like, well, it's my body and it's my house. And it's like, yeah, that's totally true. But that's where I think they were, they were hearkening to Britney where it's like, don't tell me to get naked when you say so. I'm naked on my Instagram. Right. And it's also like, well, why did you negotiate it to not have your nips show? Right. And why did you not have any agency in that conversation? Yeah, I guess because it was her managers or something. I don't know. But something else that is also in the back of your mind while you're watching that is the fact that like Sam Levinson is the creator of Euphoria and his stars on Euphoria have pushed back on the amount of nudity that they're expected to do. And HBO uses intimacy coordinators. So it's kind of like, okay, this is clearly autobiographical. Yeah. And this guy is trying to kind of make a statement, give a middle finger to the industry of intimacy coordinators. Right. Thinking like, this is ridiculous. Like let art be art. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but is it really the female pop star that's dying to get her boobs out? I don't know. It's just like, if in a vacuum, it would have been maybe an interesting comment on overly legislating art, but knowing his background, you're like, this isn't, this is going to get, this is a little creepy. The other parts of the first half, a lot of parts worked for me. I thought it was really funny that that one woman who's like the label executive, I guess, or something is saying like, no, mental illness, mental health problems are hot. Oh, mental illness is sexy. That was online. Everybody hated that she said mental illness is sexy. I thought it was a joke. Yeah. And that her line following it was very funny to say that like the nerds 
need you to be mentally ill in order to fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a joke. Like it was a joke. It was a joke. She's supposed to be an asshole. This is like Ice Spice 2.0. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys upset about? She's being an asshole. She's saying something fucked up and it's got a punchline. Relax. Right. It was like when all these people the day after the um the day after the succession thing were like wow, I can't believe Shiv would like turn her back on feminism. It's like, when did you think this character was a feminist? Like, <laughs> just because you, just because someone's a woman on television doesn't mean she's like a freedom fighter. Like, the, I, I just, it, it's so, it's such an annoying and boring way to watch television and movies. Is It's why we're conservatives now, because it's like woke culture has fucked anything fun. I know. I hate to say woke culture because it's, like, no, right. We're woke for the record. We're woke as fuck. Yeah. And loving. We're loving. We're loving people. And also woke is not like like the meaning of woke as it originated and what conservatives say to mean woke culture is two completely different things. But what we're talking about is like people who are on our side, people who are the left liberals, like they are kind of becoming a new form of Nazis. That's a strong word. <laughs> you're Jewish you can say it I'm not gonna say inside it. joke inside joke yeah. inside joke but like do you know what I mean it's like we're, you don't you're not supposed to watch a movie being like wow every single person or a tv show every single person on screen must be a good person just because they're on my screen it's like no be an adult like these people are gonna also be assholes and they're gonna be wrong sometimes too well and also like watching like really nice people is bad television is boring Boring. It's not television. Go watch Greta if you want just a good, nice person. <laughs> the environment matters. Yeah. But that was like the first like plot point, I feel like. And also right before the intimacy coordinator, as a, <clears throat> I'll remind you guys, as a film student. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Two takes one to no one. Real recognized real film student. Yes. For the shot at the very beginning where she wakes up in the morning, you see her in her bed, and then she goes outside, and they frame it up like she's this, like, in a box, like she's in the window. Like, the camera's behind the window. She's in the window outside. And so I think that was trying to set up this whole, whatever the longer story is that will play out, is that, like, she feels that she's in a box. She feels that she's being put into these the confines of you know, her career that she's created so far or whatever we want from her. And like, I, I feel like that was a foreshadow. Like the whole series is going to be her coming. I think she could kill the weekend in the end is what I think. Now that would be fun. I would like that. So I'm watching a bunch of interviews with the cast and just, I'm trying to just learn about it so we can pot about it from a, like a really intellectual informed place. Everybody in the cast makes a point of it to say, this show does not go where you think it's going to go. Okay. Even Rachel in the after show, whatever it's called, the inside episode, she said, trust me, this show does not go where you think it's going to go. She was really cute in it. She was cute in it. She has a real Brittany Murphy charm about her. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she does. She really does. Yeah, I thought she was really good in it. And... I was proud of her. I can't believe she dated fucking Stavros. That's insane. But I have hope for it. I agree. I also believe, and I could be wrong, I believe that it's billed as a thriller. Yeah, I'm definitely optimistic about where it's going to go. There's going to be a death. I just feel like there's going to be a murder. Because if it's a thriller, there's got to be a murder. Yeah, like I said, all the most annoying people are getting annoyed by it. Which (laughs) definitely is, it's, that's a, a... 
that's a pro in my eyes. Totally. But also there were a lot of moments where I was like, come on. Yeah. I didn't think the script was objectively not good. Yeah. It was two different TV shows taped together. The lines that were funny were funny. They remain. There was good comedy. But I also think some of it was a little bit like stupid. Who would ever say you're dangerous to someone on a dance floor? Yeah, you just wouldn't. So what did you think of Lily Rose Depp? I love her. She's my favorite Nepo baby. I love her. I love people are like really wanting to hate her. And I get it because she's so much better than us. Like she's just so she's beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's incredible to look at. I really like the acting job that she's doing. That scene at the beginning where they're like, do this, do that. I sort of feel, especially because The weekend is a producer, we know he likes the young, hot Hollywood scene. And I don't think, I don't get the sense that he's actually like, I don't think he's playing himself. I'll say that. We'll get to the astrology, but I don't think he's playing himself. Okay. I think he's playing a kind of person that he sees that he's like, the fuck? Because- To be fair, he is not a Nepo baby. He has created a career for himself in the arguably hardest industry to do so in the fuck music genre, which that's why I sort of give him big dick energy, even though he's 5'7 or whatever. I think he's cool, actually. And I think that that first scene is for Lily. I think it's less about the character and more about them being like, she's not Johnny Depp's Nepo daughter. She's an actress. Yeah, she's got the range. And I think- that she the the way that she's playing the character right now is a little bit flat and reserved and repressed but the and they knew that that I think it was really smart and savvy of them to put that clip in the beginning that first shot where she's got the range and she's showing that she's a good actor because then for the rest of the show when she is playing it flat because she's a little depressed and she's in her box she's in her shell like so that you can't you can't say oh the nepo baby's giving a flat performance like it was a good it was a nice little insurance policy on her talent right yes i think she i just think yeah she's really good i think she was really good all these reviews are like her timing is totally off i'm like what what people want to hate her that's exactly right people are primed to hate her for a lot of great reasons she is skinny blonde gorgeous privileged bilingual french and american she is a chanel muse she's so cool and her dad is the 2022 dirtbag of the year so like that she defended and that it helped his case she actually didn't defend him she did no when did she defend him she defended him. She said, my father is the most loving father in the world. I've never seen him put his hands on anybody. He is the most loving father. No, it's not true. There was no statement what? that she made. No, there wasn't. That was a fake thing that was going around on the internet. It's kind of a big mystery how she felt about the whole thing. Other people will have that impression as well. Oh, I guess everybody thinks that. From a media perspective, how does that happen? How does a person like Sarah Armour on the Space Trash podcast giving you all of your entertainment news and shoes and woos? It was misinformation. I mean, in an interesting way, it's sort of what the show's about, too. How, like, the celebrity news gets made. Why would I be arguing for that if it literally didn't happen? How does that happen in, like, from the back end of the media perspective? It's not the media. It's not anyone in the news industry because it's not real. It's not the news. Yeah. It's not journalists. It's social media. It's, like... It's social media. The people who were really crazy psycho 
Johnny Depp fans and or bots that were hired maybe or maybe not by his people um, perpetuated a lot of different things that weren't true, that were repeated ad nauseum on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram. I mean, trust me, I was an entertainment editor at the time of this case. Like, we we looked everywhere for any statement that anyone you're right yes cnn.com lily rose depp explain so this is from november 2022 lily rose explains her silence on johnny Depp's drama yeah she never said she never had never said anything wow i'm wrong i bought in and i was hosed by the social media by social media this is why i'm not online anymore guys this is why i'm not online. it's really important to say social media because media people conflate with news and no news outlet fell for it. There was a lot of disinformation all over social media about this case. And it was really hard as an actual journalist at the time to cut through all of that because you don't know where this disinformation is coming from. Okay. So per the actual news, this is her statement. I think that I am not here to answer for anybody. And I feel like a lot of my career people have really wanted to define by the men in my life, whether that's my family members or my boyfriends or whatever. And I'm really ready to be defined for the things that I put out there. I feel entitled to my secret garden of thoughts. When it's something that's so private and so personal that all of a sudden becomes so not personal, I just feel really entitled to my secret garden of thoughts. Yeah, that's her only statement. I think that speaks volumes. Actually, it does. Whoa. What was the first sentence again? I think that I'm not here to answer for anybody. I'm not answering for what my dad has been accused of doing. I mean, like, it, there's not even an I love my dad, but in that statement. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, wow. it's it's literally like, I, I this is not. That's so not, interesting. Wow. You know, it's pretty middle of the road, but it's also pretty much. It's like the not saying is the same. Right. She saw some fucked up shit. I don't know if she saw stuff. I know she was close with Amber Heard because there were text messages that were part of the evidence that I combed through for months on end. They were close. They had a really friendly relationship. There was no evidence put forward that made you think that she hated her or anything. And I'm speculating now. This is not fact. This is pure speculation. I would think... That when this case was going on and Johnny Depp's lawyers and his people are throwing everything at the wall, everything at the internet to try to clear his name and exonerate him. I would think that some requests were made to Lily Rose to please make a statement. You are the young, cool, Gen Z, like it girl. Please make a statement supporting your father because it will really turn the public toward him. Wouldn't you think that that his people would be asking her to do that? And also, no one's even going to get mad at you for saying, you know what? He's my dad. I support my dad. It's between him and his ex. And she didn't even say that much. So like yeah, she didn't say anything. Do you know what I mean? Like she it's to say that she was vehemently in support of him during that trial is just so completely false. It's not true, but it is what was put out there in many yeah. Yeah. And not outlets, outlets, not real, right. Not, not news outlets. Yeah. Like Instagram pages and shit. But so I think that that is also a reason why people are primed to hate her because they assume that she was pro him because of this disinformation. Apparently she did praise him at the standing ovation clap for everybody con film festival. Is it can? 
Is it can or con? It's con, but you can say can okay. because we're we speak English, right, so it's right. it's either one. It's really interchangeable. Isn't it insane? Does everybody at Can get a standing ovation? Yeah, pretty much. And it really annoyed me an entourage because they all pronounced it differently, and I was like, you guys needed to do, go through this in the in the first script. Yeah, reading. but maybe that's like, the point. Needed- I've already said it differently twice, and I'm just me. I know, but we don't have a director. Like, right, you should have right, figured right. it out at the table read. You right. should have been like, guys, sort of canonically, yeah. it's con or yeah. can. Yeah. But pick. It can't all be different. It was like also on that show, whenever they did Medellin, they all pronounced it differently. Right. I was like, yeah. where is the continuity here? If, even if you're going to pick a wrong thing, just make sure you're all on the same page. Pick what the anyway. name is. Pick what the fucking name is. If she was, I, I also think like, even if she did... Like, even if she did stand up for her dad, I always say, like, a family member is, like, you're allowed to have a blind spot about a family member who's accused of something heinous. Do you know what I mean? Like, to survive. Yeah, like, I'm not going to get mad at anyone who is, like, you know, it's just, it's too, it's too much to ask of people. Especially kids. She was a child. Yeah. And, like, it's your dad. Like, what are you going to it's it's a lot to ask of someone to yeah. condemn their father totally, and like totally she, so she has come out with the most middle of the road statement what like ever and i think under the circumstances that's actually like appropriate huge like yeah. it's huge yeah. for her to not be like to, for her to not just co-sign whatever statement his lawyers put in front of her face do you know what i mean totally so like i i think she i feel not that I'm, I mean, I'm not going to break out the tiny violin for Lily Rose Depp. She's got a fucking incredible life. She's got a million. Lily, we love you. You strong. You get, yeah. Like she has a million amazing opportunities, but like, it does suck for her a little bit that she's got this residue on her from his disgusting behavior. Perhaps why she was cast without having to say anything or without having to, like she's acting, she's an actor, but she does know what this show's about. Yeah, yeah. She's been there. She knows about like maybe the difference between what's being portrayed in the media versus who you actually yep. are. And also the dark underside of what goes on in those conversations that we don't see about the people that we always see. But has she been privy to that much yet? Because when he was like, she's very young. When he was going through even this divorce, like she would have been very sheltered from any of the fallout. And I think since the... Like, mm. he, he seems like he started to sort of go off the rails maybe in the last, like, 10 years or so. And I think she probably yeah, has yeah. been living separate from him for that whole Well, time. but I know I think they live. I think that was part of it, right? Maybe I'm getting wrong. I, I feel like that was part of it because she lived with Amber. Like, that's why part of why she, they were so close because they all lived together, no? Not full time. She lived most, most of the time with her mom. In Paris. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> like she I think she didn't I don't I don't think she's actually been, that makes sense so how was he literally just having like cocaine on all of the coffee tables if he's like a teenage right. daughter's there she was <laughs> like a she was like a tween at the time like I'm sure right, right. he wasn't seeing a lot of this but yeah I think it's interesting because with her with like Ireland Baldwin a lot of people like that who like they have all the privilege of nepotism no but Ireland scene- got fucked I just want to say on behalf of Ireland I see you, I hear you, and you got fucked. If I were Ireland Baldwin, I would light Hilarion, the kid's house on fire. <laughs> I know, her, her like, inheritance you, is dwindling, dwindling by the minute. But the thing is, like- And this whole, like, nuclear family where he was so fucking abusive to Kim. Do we, Is that confirmed? Allegedly? Allegedly. 
Yeah. But I just think it must be a mind fuck when you're a Nepo baby, but your dad's a dirtbag. You know, yeah, like man. you yeah. you have this person in your life who's able to open all these doors for you and literally the reason why you get opportunities, but he also is just so lackluster in every single way like it must be really weird I mean I think I would still trade with them but definitely just... would we'll write a memoir for sure but, but it's, like it's yeah still it's, crazy. It's just, well well and actually if anything it goes to show her tenacity because for her for her to even put herself out there like this like she could just be a nepo baby who nepos well, she is being a Nepo baby who Nepos. They do get jobs. Like, what she. Yeah, but, the, but uh, wait, like, does anybody want to work? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think I also am thinking about her actual comments about being a Nepo baby, which are really stupid and insufferable. <laughs> as much as I've just been praising wait, what her. What has she said? What has she said? I've been praising her for 10 minutes because of her refusal to support him in the her divorce, which right. I think is. I really do think that's very admirable. And I, I think give it's her cool. A, I give her a lot of credit for that. But her, <laughs> Nepo, her Nepo baby comments. Ugh, she She's still my favorite Nepo baby, but. No, you know who my favorite Nepo baby is? Alexander Skarsgård. That's what I've been dying to tell you. I did find a bunch of hot bro Nepo babies. It's the Skarsgårds. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're the coolest Nepo bros on the planet. I feel like they're one of those things where they're kind of. Um, they're so cool. They're more of an acting family than a nepo. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. But that's even huge too. Like to respect Bill Skarsgård from the girl with the dragon tattoos career enough to call him an actor. Okay, let's see. That's glamour. Glamour UK. Lily Rose Depp nepo baby interview did not sit well with model Victoria Soretti. Mm, oh, I remember. Lay this. it on us. Okay, in case you missed it, Lily Rose Depp caused quite a controversy when she dismissed the effect nepotism had on her modeling and acting career. Here's what she said. Ooh, the, internet se- the internet seems to care a lot about that kind of stuff. Girl, it's not the internet. It's people are fucking uh, it's starving. It's human beings, dude. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, we're having to work at the Verizon kiosk just to get by. Like, that's why we're upset. But anyway. She goes, people are going to have preconceived ideas about you or how you got there. And I can definitely say that nothing is going to get you the part except for being right for the part. Uh, She claims the term Nepo baby is mostly used against women. The internet cares a lot more about who your family is than people who are casting you and things. Girl, that's not true. They're lying to you. Like the casting directors are lying to you if they're if they're saying this has nothing to do with your parents. Like they're just straight up lying to get a better performance out of you so that you feel more confident. But anyway. Oh, Lily Rose Depp. Are you connected to anyone? Right. Oh, is it the shampoo oh, company? Depp. No. Oh. And then the, she, she says, maybe you get your foot in the door, but you still just have your foot. Maybe. In the door. There, maybe. You still just have your foot in the door. There's a lot of work that comes after that. This is what the Nepo babies don't understand. Actually, the work is getting your foot in the door. Like. Some people work their whole lives. That is literally it. Just to get their foot in the door and they still, and that never happens. You know what I mean? Like they literally. Right. For the most part, once your foot's in the door, you're in the door. Right. And I'm like, what do they think we're saying when we say they're Nepo babies? Do they think that we mean they are literally a hologram is doing the acting for them? Like, (laughs) We understand your show. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Going up and doing a job. It's just, the, that's how you got the job. Like, Right, you got the job because they know your dad. It's literally just simple networking. Right, the hard thing about acting is not acting. It's getting the jobs. So they've been showing all those behind the scenes clipped as some kind of, I guess, like grassroots marketing campaign for the new Blake Lively movie that's shooting in New York City. And while I think it has drum, drummed up some interest for like That Was Us or whatever it's called, it's so embarrassing to watch because it's like you hear the background. Like it's like, it's always, so it's like, action and then she's like feeling some feelings and saying shit and then they're like cut and then she's like <clears throat> like it, they don't mean to be putting out these tiny little clips of showing how like that's why succession is so good because they shoot every scene in one take like it's a play over and over again whereas most movies and television are shot with like micro lines yeah the the real thing about movies and TV is how fun you are to watch and how much people like to watch you. Like, yes, there is a craft to acting for sure. On stage, and some people- but like, there's a huge difference between being a theater. Like, I love that Jeremy Strong is now going back to the theater because he's an actor. Yeah, and I think you there is a craft to acting in movies and TV, but it's just, it's also, it's just, a diff, it's just different. It is different. It's really more about likability than anything yeah. else. Like, yeah. it's it's kind of just do people want to look at you? Yep. And if they do, then you're going to get more jobs because yep. there are so many. Arnold Schwarzenegger can't act. <laughs> He's Great. one of the biggest movie stars ever to live. Great reference. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like, so she, like, when she says, you know, um, the only thing that gets you the part is being right for the part. It's like, no, you could, you could find so many people who have been completely wrong for parts and still gotten them because of who their parents are. And like, I don't know, someone needs to have a real conversation with her. And I'm I'm sure she's also another one of these girls who feels like, well, my dad's a fucking dirtbag. Like I barely saw him. What, what do you mean? He's helping me. He, I, I don't even, I talk to him twice a year. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I think that's probably, like it, it comes from that kind of trauma as well. But at the end of the day, you're just never, these Nepo babies are never going to get, I'm a journalism Nepo baby. Okay. First of all, not that cool. Second of all. Exactly. <laughs> no, one cares no one cares because no one cares about Nepo babies that make 30 grand a year. Right. Like, <laughs> I am. I would never say to someone, I didn't get my jobs because of my parents. Absolutely. People knew who my parents were when they hired me like a hundred percent. And it helped like, and yes, I had to also do a good job in the job or else I would have never gotten another job again. But like, 
and, and, you know, my later jobs, people don't know who my parents are, but like to start in New Jersey journalism with my dad being a columnist at the Newark star ledger, totally. they all knew, if you like, don't know, every- that's the biggest paper in New Jersey. It is. It's the one Tony Soprano reads, but like, it would be so ridiculous. It doesn't mean I'm bad at the job, but it does mean it means that you had an in. I had an in. It helps people give me the benefit of the doubt if they were between me and another candidate. And even maybe this is the thing that a lot of people really overlook is the way that you learn how the business works literally at your kitchen table growing up. Like, my parents talked about journalism all day, every day when I was growing up. Like I, I learned it from them. And there are other people who try to get into journalism and it's their dream. And they literally have no idea where to start. Yeah. So like you can't you can't discount that privilege either. Like I'm so I, I'm really lucky that my parents literally they were like, oh, if you want to do it, here's how you do it. Totally. Because you can't find people to teach you that if you don't know them in real life. You literally can't. I, mean, I wish it was a job that paid six figures. That would have been cooler. But, but hey, that's why we're I focusing did... all of our energy on making babies and making space trash. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny because there was also when this when the Nepo baby thing really was heating up, like when that New York mag cover came out. Yeah. Um, There was one or two people. I think it was like. Lily Allen and Coco Rocha, which is weird because Coco Rocha is not even a Nepo baby. I was going to say, who's Coco Rocha's parents? She, yeah, she's not. She's got like, she she's she actually did work her way up. But hmm. for some reason, she stood up for the Nepo babies. And she and Lily Allen both made this point of like. Because she's fucking smart. Side note, Coco, because she's smart. Because she's like, you know, these guys are in for life. Yeah, they're like, um, they they both were saying like, why don't we worry about the Nepo babies that are in law and finance? Cause those are the people with real power. And it's like, because those jobs are boring. We right. Don't ca- Duh. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, we don't a, ca- that's a dumb question. Coco. You guys, that's have how easiest- we know that your parents don't have good jobs. <laughs> like you guys have entertainment is fun easy it strokes your ego like it's one of that's the why only it's one of the only professions on planet earth that as a kid you can sit and observe and want that yes we're jealous yeah like that's hello it. but that's why everybody hates Billy Rose Depp because they're like oh Rose Depp just being anorexic and getting shooed in and it's like no that's why they put that scene <laughs> right at the beginning because they were like, first of all, her mom's skinny too. Second of all, she can cry on command. Give her some cred. Yeah, I mean, look, all the and plots she's just are gorgeous. there. She's fabulous to look at. She is fucking gorgeous. I could look at her all I day. I love looking at her. I will watch the show just to look at her. And that actually Same. is star power. That's actually what we're looking for in the show. Right. Some people do inherit star power from their parents. And that's also why they're Nepo babies. Like, right. She... she She's reminding me of Angelina Jolie because I'm like, she's a preternaturally hot Nepo baby with an asshole dad. Everyone's primed to hate her. Like, oh my God. And they're both bisexual. Like, I just think that she, that's actually such a good comparison. Right. I was really proud of myself when I thought of it. I just think all the, all the pieces are there for me to hate her, but I just love her. I can't, I don't know. Except her stupid Nepo baby comments, but whatever. She's very young. She'll meet someone. She's dating 070 Shake now, who is a true non-Nepo baby. So I'm sure 070 Shake is going to put some words in her head to repeat. <laughs> ex- 
explain to her why it's kind of dumb what she said. Yeah. So whatever. Johnny, Angelina, and Lily Rose Depp all Gemini's. Wow. I think Gemini's got to be the best sign to be if you're an actor. For fucking sure. Because you could just kind of sink yourself into any any like mindset of any character yeah 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 yeah. i wouldn't want to date one well as a gemini rising i would say we we're very fun but we got a review last week thank you so much abc diva whatever your name is one she said that she would give us five stars but four stars because i sound like i'm on drugs and you know what i am so (laughs) suck on that abc diva i hope that's okay and if you want to know the truth the drugs are specifically prescribed so that I talk slower, believe it or not. I've been in speech therapy for fast talking since I was 10. So I will try to talk slower for you. Could you just adjust the rating to five for the algorithm? And otherwise, I will, for you, ABC Diva, talk a little bit slower. But who's not on drugs? Do they really put you in speech therapy for talking too fast? Yeah, I was doing the announcements because I was class president. And I was doing the announcements and the Pledge of Allegiance. And I literally think that I'm like responsible for a lot of people's Ritalin prescriptions in the 90s because I was, people were like fainting. They were like, what? Like, I talk really fast. It's just, well, that I do know. I can do the Pledge of Allegiance sober in like four seconds. No, I was racing (laughs) through the pledge. I was racing through the pledge at 10 and people were literally like getting dizzy. They were like, wait, 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 we're trying to follow along, but she's going too fast. I talk since I was a kid, kid, like super fucking fast. It's, it's, um, Gemini rising and the drugs that you are claiming I'm on, I am on. And Mm. it's so I talk slower. So I will, I will try to keep growing my slow talk arsenal. Take more drugs. (laughs) Give us a five-star review and maybe I'll really be chill. Yeah. And also you can, you can always slow down the playback speed if Sarah's talking too fast. Right. And one of the really sick thing. What? I edit and only listen back to the Space Trash podcast on 2.5. So I am demented, but it has it's not drugs. It's I have a fast, that, fast Gemini brain. That actually gives me a migraine just to even I I I literally if I if I flub stuff, if you hear stuff on the playbacks where it's like, mm, she should have cut that, it's because I'm playing it back and listening back on 2.5. Everything. I don't listen to anything under 2.5. Wow. Um, do you want to know something that really also affected me? Yeah, I actually do. That no one else seems to have been even 25% as shook by as I was. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, the way that Lily Rose Depp put her hand out to shake hands with Hari Neff. <laughs> did you see any of my posts about this? <laughs> yeah. I didn't see the post. I've been life coaching all day. I'm a fast talking life coach. And we've talked for nine hours about other bullshit. And we've been talking. Yeah. We've been literally like going through all the things. That's so funny. Yeah. Now that I'm recalling, right. She kind of did like a flimsy little, like a little sort of a, how would you even describe it? Like a hook hand. Yeah. She did the thing, <laughs> she did the thing where like, as a woman, <laughs> it is definitely always like, like a weird call when you're trying to decide whether you're going to shake hands with another woman that you're meeting for the first time. Cause it's a manly thing to do and it's for men, but we're like, okay, well, if I'm meeting people, I'm going to shake hands with the men because the men don't want to look sexist. And then I'll shake, I'll shake hands with women too. But then like when you put your hand out and it's only 
it's only ever like this is why I think it's a power move when you put your hand out and the woman that you're going to shake hands with puts her hand as a little dainty upside down. It's actually like setting back the gender as if I'm going to kiss your hand or something. It feels this is a word I stole from another podcast. Guys, we fucked. It's femasculating because you feel like. <laughs> oh, I should see if Corinne wants to do the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels like when a woman yeah. does this, and I think I want everyone to know what I'm talking about. When they put their hand out like like a little dainty, like, oh, kiss my hand. And you're trying to shake it. It's like they're saying you are uglier and more manly than them. That's my pathology talking. I've actually been accused of having a, like a, a too strong hand. Me shake. too. Might be the drugs, but I give a real. You go palm to palm. You don't go, I put my fingers in your palm because you're a big, strong man. And I'm ready to do. That being said, Vanessa Paradis, the French pop star we've never heard of other than Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. I could see her being a kiss my hander. I feel like the French are a little bit kiss my handy. Yeah, because they don't believe really in feminism. Like, so right. Okay, that's it. If you're an American and you're going and meeting a French woman and you put your hand out, she'd be like, what is this? Why would they shake your hand? Are you, do you have penis? Why would they shake your hand? <laughs> so of course, they're going to put their hand out like that. I guess, yeah, if a French woman did it, if a French woman did it to me, I would be like, I deserve that. But when it's a fellow American... And I'm like, we're fucking American. We shake hands together. We're doing business. Is Lily Rose an American though? Like if if you're telling me that she grew up mostly in Paris, she confused. She's a hilaria at worst. Well, I think I'm wondering whether this is how she shakes hands or if it was a character choice. Because if it was I a- think it was probably a character choice. No, we, you and I both, as film school students, have been on enough sets to know that every moment of a shoot is deliberate. Even if it's improvised, it's improvised on purpose. Unless it's like a holy accident and then it becomes in the after the final notes of the show inside the episode. Uh, like, wow, it was totally an accident. But also, what if she just thinks, what if Lily Rose just thinks that's how you shake hands? If someone then she was, hand. Then she was cast correctly for the part because what the actual fuck? But do you understand how weirded out I am that no one else is as shaken by this as me? Um, yeah, I'm also weirded out. No offense, Ma. I'm weirded out that anyone was weirded out that they would choke themselves when they come. <laughs> I wasn't weirded out by that. I'm sure a lot of people do it. It was on Oprah. And Sometimes you gotta have just like a little bit of it, like action. <laughs> I'm not a choky girl. I'm not choky. I'm not one of these. I'm actually not in general, but I'm definitely like into just like, pl- I'm into play. I'm, I'm a Leo Mercury. I like yeah, to play. Yeah. The only thing about that scene, when she choked herself, they made a point of it to show the like, angle of her face like turning be red it's like no no no. i'm just hypothetically being choked by some big man like (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like it's it's a total fantasy i don't want to actually be choked ever yeah i I don't mind the actual act of that i just didn't like how it fit into the story i was like okay so she's so taken with this man choking her on the dance floor that she's gonna choke while she jerks it i was like okay so the the thing that i thought that that was about okay so 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 again hearkening back to the clear britney like shout out that they did at the beginning during the dance rehearsal scene where they were like doing a toxic thing and they say it you can watch back they're all kind of doing the toxic choreography and then 
Jane Adams character is like, yeah, they're doing a tox- a, a Britney Joss toxic combine. And like, nobody knows what Britney and Joss have been through. So they were like really fucking heavy handing it. Like, this is a Britney story. So that's why I thought Sam Lutfi. Yeah, you're onto something with the Britney thing. So what I thought was that like, oh, they were trying to demonstrate. And then it's like, we don't really know the whole story about like her mom died. Like what? Like who was her mom? We don't know. It's only the first episode. So what I think is they were trying to kind of show us that even though she's a successful pop star, a la Britney, she hasn't really lived. Like she was somehow placed into this world where now she's commodified. Surrounded by yes men. Surrounded by yes men, totally commodified, given her material. Like, I think that was a big theme of the first episode, too, where it's like she's given her material rather than she is expressing herself. And so I, I, I look forward to seeing that play out over the season. Yeah, I think a big question is going to be, is she powerful or is she vulnerable? Right. Like when the intimacy coordinator is like, no, you don't understand. Despite all her power and privilege, she's very vulnerable. It's like that sounds ridiculous and it's supposed to sound ridiculous. And at the same time, I think it's going to be a central theme of the show because it's true. She is more powerful than the Abel Tesfaye character, but she's also more vulnerable because she's so insulated from real people in the world. Right. Let's do the astrology. Okay, so Lily Rose Depp. We know that she's a Gemini son. Same as her father. Does she have any Taurus? She has a little bit of Taurus face. Well, she has her Saturn in Taurus. So she's Ah. learning the lessons of how to actually, six house Taurus Saturn. She's learning the lessons of how to actually create healthy habits to stay wealthy and to stay healthy and wealthy. That's a hard thing, I think, when your dad is like very clearly in a substance fueled spiral it's like especially when he is so successful it's like how do you I would not be shocked if she becomes like later in life she's still really young yeah but if she becomes like some kind of a sober like billboard what I'm trying to say like like an advocate yeah it's like you either kind of repeat that mistake of your parent or you go the complete opposite direction also we we kind of skipped over I just want to read real quick what how she praised him at because yeah what did she say okay she said i'm super happy for him i'm super excited it's so awesome when we get to do projects that we're super proud of i mean it's fine it's i'm not gonna get mad at her for saying that that wait wait, say it again say say it again now she said i'm super proud of him i i closed the tab already because it was such a nothing burger it was literally nothing it was like i'm proud because like we do work yeah it's like (laughs) i'm super happy for him I'm super excited. It's so awesome that we get to do projects that we're super proud of. I mean, it's her dad. What do you want? You know? I mean, that is a non-statement. If I've, it was so great. We get to do movies you like. Yeah. So great. We get to be on HBO and movie theaters. And it's like, okay. So anyway, that was how she (laughs) stuck up for her dad. But yeah, okay. That's so interesting. You changed my opinion so much though, just now. Like, and I hope everybody, right. I'm not going to cut it. Everybody hearing this should get real. When you are reading social media or Reddit forum shit, it is opinions. No, it's not even. That's not even an opinion. That was a fabrication that they were putting a out fabrication. there. It was fake. It was it was full on disinformation. It's like it was something that was put out there either by psycho depth stands or someone on someone who was trying to help it. You know what I mean? Like it was just something that literally got made up. There were so many things in the trial that were 
that were yep. like this, that were just completely passed off as true when they absolutely were not. But anyway, what's her moon and yep. rising? Yep. So she's a Gemini sun. Scorpio moon, Scorpio. Oh rising. my God. No wonder I love her so much. Scorpio moon in the 12th house. She's similar to Nick. I literally want to marry her. Similar to we Nick. We would be such good friends. Me and Lily Rose were good friends. I really get along so well with Scorpios. They're my favorite. For sure. Yes. If you put me and a bunch of Scorpios together in a room, we will take over the company. Well, your Mars is in Scorpio. So you're actually like super motivated by Scorpios. Yeah. My Mars is in Capricorn with my moon. I love being with Capricorns because Capricorns give me life because it's actually who I am. I love that. Your Mars in Scorpio with your Taurus moon. The Taurus Scorpio axis is where you live, mom. Yeah. That's your home. Okay. Tell us more about Lily Rose. Okay. So Lily has. I wish it was Lily Space Rose instead of Lily Hyphen Rose. It's hyphen? It's hyphen. The hyphen's unchic. It's not chic. We can only hope that in Paris it's very, very cool. But okay. So Lily Rose, Lily Rose hyphenated depth. Her moon is in Scorpio in the 12th house. And then she's a Scorpio rising. And look at this. She's a Lilith rising, just like your girl, Sarah Armour, host of the Space Rush podcast. Wow. Lilith rising. So for her to be making her like actual big debut in a way where she's like nipples out is perfect. Yeah. I mean, she's got perfect boobs. Why wouldn't she? Perfect boobs. So she is a Scorpio 12th house moon, Lilith rising in Scorpio with a seventh house, sun and Gemini. Based on this chart, if she can herself stay healthy, look at this, like you predicted with the succession kiddos, South Node in Aquarius, North Node in Leo. She actually is here to be an actor. Yeah, she is. You can't take that away from her. She's just great to watch. When you have a moon in the 12th house, part of what's happening is that you're like, feeling for the collective it feels outside of you a little bit Hmm. for this to be her like mainstream debut is so fucking perfect because with her moon in the 12th house there are things that she's seen that she has feelings about that she can't even quite put her finger on Hmm. lilith with scorpio rising on her ascendant she's like whatever i'm gonna express it and I'm going to be sexy and I'm going to be upsetting to it's so funny I saw so many headlines today that were like is Lily Rose gonna be okay but she's only upset that you're upset thinking that she's not okay she's not I don't even think she's upset about that she's fine yeah she is fine she is not upset yeah she doesn't give a shit she's Angelina I she is Angelina Jolie like I really think that Gemini, 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 Gemini. She also like, even though she doesn't fully understand, she definitely doesn't fully understand the Nepo baby thing. I think she will come to get it in time. She's so young, dude. When I plugged in her chart, I'm like, 1999. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Totally. She will come to understand the Nepo baby thing, especially now that she's dating She's dating a non-Nepo baby, you know. Based on her chart, I think she's like a very cool person. Yeah, I agree. But I just think- like she definitely has I don't want to say she has strength of character because it's a little bit of an overstatement and it's like she's a she, well she has strength of character but like she she 
I just really do think it's so impressive that she was able to not comment on that circus trial. I think it's fucking awesome, especially with her Mercury in Gemini. Yeah. What she was actually doing, looking at her chart, what she was actually doing was being a good partner to both of her parents. Well, you know, one of the things, something that came out in evidence was that he called Vanessa Paradis, her mom, a withering extortionist French cunt. Nice. That's nice. And I mean, that's all you need to hear. That's all I need to hear. That your dad called your mom an extortionist, withering French cunt. Vanessa Paradis, as far as I understand, in terms of like life in France, like she, she's the biggest, she's, she's Celine Dion in France. Mm, not quite. She's more. No, what would you say? What would you say? Who is she? Hmm. Cher? No, less iconic. Quiggy? No, no. She's more of like a, she was sort of a novelty act, but she's an actress. Like, no, but I think she had a good, no, but she was a singer. Wasn't she a singer? Yeah, but she wasn't like, you know. I thought she was like a, in my mind, she's like a pop star. A Lady Gaga of France. But France doesn't really have that. It's different. It's, but, oh. but the thing is like, okay, why did we say Dutch slut was okay last week? Because it was nonsensical. Dutch slut makes no sense. It has no bearing on reality. It's so dumb and awesome. Withering French cunt is... Is, is as pointedly mean. Pointedly mean. It's He's talking about the fact that she's aging. He's using her... Withering is like, yeah. go fuck yourself. And he's, he's saying like... Enjoy your Botox, John. And he was talking about it in terms of the divorce and her trying to... Or they never were actually married, I don't think. But like her trying to get child support out of him. And like he was... He called her extortionist. Like he's like, oh, this is just... This is an old hag who wants money from me. It's like, actually, Johnny, it's the love of your fucking life. Right. The love of your life. And yes, she does want money from you to raise your children for you while you're out getting wasted with a 23 year old. Like, yes, she does. Also, he met Amber while he was with Vanessa. Right. Go fucking fuck yourself to do anything but pay her off. Right. Literally. But yeah, like. After a 20-year romance, fuck you. And for the record, Vanessa looks fucking awesome. Yeah, she's stunning. She's awesome. Their kids are awesome. They're fucking awesome. Johnny is so lucky to be in bed with them. A hundred percent. Johnny, you're a withering cunt, actually. (laughs) Right. Straight up. Like, literally. You see pictures of him, he looks like an old hag. And you're wasting all your money. Yep. Like, do you remember, again, it was in Rolling Stone. It was like, it was before the divorce stuff started, but um, they profiled him and they just went through like in the first couple paragraphs, like his monthly expenses. And you were just like, this guy has no grip on reality. He has no one to blame but himself. The money is running out rapidly. Like, I just don't think, I don't know. Well, because partially because he was like paying people to exist long-term in order to support him and spending something like 30 grand a month on wine he and amber loved the red they loved red wine but this was post amber this wasn't even like this was after they already were getting divorced like you couldn't even blame it on her oh so bad it's so bad the one well okay i will say the one iconic thing he ever did was he was married to Winona Ryder. I think they were married. No, no, I don't think they were married. We got the tattoo. That was what their big fight was about. I think. Yes. That was the big best fight. thing ever was how he got the tattoo. Winona forever changed to wino forever. That was a. He loved Winona, but he loves wine more. 
Wino Forever is just hilarious. It's it's just so funny to have a tattoo that says to change it from the person that was supposed to be your soulmate to Wino Forever is just I love it. I actually do love it. It's funny. It's funny. And I think he's funny. I don't hate Johnny Depp. I want to be super clear. I don't hate Johnny Depp. I think he's par for the course. He's his brain is mush. His brain is mush. But every the more we learn about even like there's all these allegations coming out now that have been long term, but we just haven't heard about like like Jack Nicholson, for example. Like, I just I do think that like Hollywood culture was and always has been and continues to be a cesspool for predators and I think it I think it creates that behavior in people where like Johnny Depp as a human being is is an incredible success story period he had well, nothing was was, was 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 but you know what I mean it's like he, he crossed the Rubicon at some point and turned back into a failure but see that's where I think Hollywood is part of it because I think I think there's a ton of pressure in Hollywood to do X, Y, and Z, and then they'll use it against you in order to keep control. To me, this show is about control. And that's the biggest issue in Hollywood today and in people that have bad sex today. Okay. Like, making things about power and control versus the, like, human emotional experience connection pleasure connection pleasure right well that that will always lead you to sin (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) anyway anyway (laughs) don't sin are we should we do the weekend obviously we should i have it up right here okay all right able the weekend what's the last name Tesfay. Tesfay. I always forget he's Canadian. Wait, he's Tesfay. What's his character's name? Tedros. Mm, okay, kind of close. He is an Aquarius son. They, Lily Rose and Abel, are highly compatible. I like that. He's a Cancer rising Aquarius sun, Scorpio conjunct Lilith moon in the fifth house, the creativity house. I actually think he's probably a monster to like date. Yeah but fabulous to work with. That's cool. I could see that. I really, I think like the two of them being platonic bros is fun. I like that. I think they're, I think that they're like really, not only like good for each other. I think this is like, like I wouldn't be surprised if past this, we saw another collaboration between the two of them. It's funny. Like, so I do watch all the like interviews after the, the, episodes and I and I I get into like sort of what it was like behind the scenes I I like the actors take on things because I am myself sort of sort of armchair actor what's an armchair actor someone that's just acting big on the podcast to the point where someone says are you on drugs (laughs) but like (laughs) you know yeah 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 big reactions acting is reacting that's what they say indeed it is so (laughs) (laughs) so i get the sense that i mean look at his chart he's a cancer rising he had a huge capricorn stellium huge capricorn stellium in the sixth house of like routines work i think this dude i think 
think he's actually being sincere. Like when he says the weekend has maxed out their creative musical potential, whether that's true long-term or not, I do think it's how he feels because with all of this Capricorn in the sixth house, this dude is always, like you said, climbing the mountain Mm. of what can I do better? How can I be better? An HBO show way better than a a hit about doing cocaine and being numb in the face. Like, I like, love that. I, I think that's such a good song though. Well, the thing is it's, uh, it's easier to make money off of movies and TV than music in a lot of ways, because it's, it's less demanding because music. Now you can only make money in the touring and touring is misery. So like speaking of which I just want to say to any Swifties listening she didn't lose weight because of Maddie Healy's influence on her. She's doing four hour cardio every fucking night, you morons. Of course, she's losing We're weight. On such different internets. Where do you get, where did you get that? Oh my God. My, if I go on Twitter, when I go on Twitter, my whole Twitter feed is like, I'll send you some, I actually screenshotted them before this, but then I was like, I don't want to distract us. No, it's like Maddie Healy's comments on freaking come town. Adam Freeland mentioned that he like loves girls who have eating disorders or something like that. They were making a fucking joke. Yeah, they don't actually love girls who have eating disorders. Everyone's like, I can't believe Taylor even took on his sick, <laughs> his sick desire for an emaciated woman. It's like, no, she's lost weight because she's never nobody. Who does a three and a half hour live show every night, rain or shine? Like, of course she's getting trim. Yeah, that's weird. So stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I have a lot of other stuff about it. I saw a picture of his teeth today and I was floored that he's such an asshole in so many other ways that we haven't even gotten to his teeth yet. He has whacked you? I mean, he's British. What more do you need to know? <laughs> His teeth are disgusting. They're yellow and crooked. They're they're nearly brown. And it's just so crazy that, like, that's not even on the docket. That's not even in the top 10 worst traits of his. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's truly a, a testament to how repugnant this man is. I do think the, the last straw, though, was that he, like, made out with that male security guard. You think that was the last straw? Yeah, I think Taylor at the end of the day is like a Christian from a Christmas tree farm. No, she I think the reason why she broke it off with him is because it was so bad for the brand. It was so bad. She's been trying to convince us she's not a Nazi princess for like five years now actively. Like (laughs) we wrote about it at Galore, how she was the face of like Aryan men on the internet. They were obsessed with her. They would call her their Aryan princess. <laughs> like she literally is the Aryan ideal for these like neo-Nazis. And then she's dating a guy who does like Hitler salutes for fun as a quote unquote joke. It's like, no, it's not good for the brand. Like we, she's surrounded by, she is a good business person. She's surrounded by enough good business people that like the fact that she was linked to him at all was a complete shock to me. Complete shock. It wasn't a shock to me. And looking at their charts, it makes sense to me. She needed a super fire. Yes. He's Aries Taurus. Like he is safe, but fiery permission to just go fuck it all up, Tay. I didn't word that right. What I mean is I'm shocked that we found out they had sex. Yeah. I mean, like, well, but I see, but see now looking back, I'm like, oh, that was strategic because in a way, she was just trying to say, hey, Joe, this is who half my songs are about on the Lover album. <laughs> right. And I just she's a petty she's bitch. She's a cancer moon 
petty bitch. And it does show who she really is. Oh, it does. I mean, she is a privileged white girl with a Republican dad. I mean, guess who else is that? Yours truly. But I'm not going to like try to pretend that I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You're just not going to see me dating any racists. I don't think Maddie Healy is necessarily racist either. He's edgelord. He's edgelord. He's an edgelord. Which I also am not going to do. It's not attractive, actually. Yeah, like it's it's an active turnoff. Why do you think, like, okay, so by the end of the episode, were you like, I'm never watching this again. This is misogynist porn. Or were you like, okay, I'm curious. Like, how did you, how did the episode leave you? Even though this the second half was so different than the first. I'm in. I'm in. I'm fucking in. I'm fucking in. I was so much more turned off by Blonde so much more quickly. And it had so, so many fewer redeeming qualities. Totally. And she was nominated for an Academy Award for it. So it's like, let's give her, let's give Lily a chance, guys. Yeah, Blonde was literal trash. It was so bad. And like, I don't know. I definitely think there's room for growth with this character. She was a little flat this episode, but I do think that's on purpose because her journey is going to be kind of, her coming out of her shell coming out of the box that they visually alluded to like i i think yeah i'm down i def there were definitely some cringe moments that i i did start to i did agree with the the fears people had that it's a male wish fulfillment vehicle and that it's very male gazy but but i sort of think that's what it's about like, I think that the reason the whole, that the emphasis in the first episode was so much about her being like, no, I want to show my long nips was <laughs> because I think she's demonstrating the confusion of someone in her position where even if it is for the male gaze, she doesn't even know what that means. Like, she, she, like, and why do we need like a man like the weekend to unlock her? Because we did. Yeah, like, it's also really weird how the come on the face photo just fizzled that whole storyline just went away I mean are we on the same page that she that she leaked it herself no no pun intended that she that she came on her own face herself there no I don't I'm not under that impression the character had no reaction to it because I think she is just she's like well I did it people do this I think that will come back around as a plot point that perhaps is used against her but I'm curious to see where the show goes. Euphoria is a cult classic. I do trust Sam Levinson as kinky and fucked up as you white bread people think he is. And it's interesting. I mean, when you hear anybody from the casts take on the set experience, they're like, it was fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Even with the 11th hour director change, like, yeah. And I totally get a director change that happens, you know? I mean, even like with actors, I mean, I was watching a fucking clip with Sarah Jessica Parker last week where she was talking about how like she was supposed to be the queen in ants and she got fired because they wanted more of a Sharon Stone who ended up playing the part. Oh, that's what I want to say. That's why I think there's going to be a murder because they made such a point of it to highlight basic instinct Mm-hmm. That was not an accident. I think she's going to kill the weekend. Okay. And I think what he's referring to is not himself, but I think he is referring to the women that he loves and the people that have. I think this is more of a like, fuck you, dude, than a, I'm that guy. As an Aquarius son, he might be flip with his language or, or careless or not going to text you back right away. But 
he isn't he isn't Sam Lofty. Like he, he, he has, he has built a career for himself out of nothing. And I think he's resentful of the guys who get to be the drug dealers that come in and become the managers. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And remember that was all that drama about like, does Selena Gomez have a weird drug problem? There were all these like photos of her and like Compton and like Oakland and like that video of her and Justin Bieber, like clearly trying to score. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Weird. I think it's a comment on that. I think he's like these weird guys who come in with good drugs and like a a party hookup who make these women feel more safe because actually the industry is unsafe as well is what I think. That's cool. That would be interesting. I would like to see that. I I just how could it be a thriller? It's a it's 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 a thriller. Let's see what happens. Thrill us, Sam. Yeah, I'm optimistic as well. I'm not going to write it off just because of the few little cringy moments. Um, And I'm excited to see where it goes. And also like this is, and we're from the most pornographic culture on planet earth. Like why is everybody all of a sudden so like, whoa, did you see euphoria? It's their high school students. There are some that are more porny, but people are pissed about euphoria. A lot of people complain about that. True. So true. It's, it's like a ba- it's a weird thing that's happening right now. People are having young people are having less sex than they ever have in recorded history. That's why which is not a bad thing, but it is weird because they're still sexting and they're watching lots of weird fucking porn. So it's like right. It's like sex is becoming a different thing. It's not really wow. It's not an in person. Yeah. It's not as much of an in person thing as it was. That's fucking so crazy to say. Yeah. Sex is not as in person a thing. It's like what is sex if not in person? Yeah. So like a lot of these, like it was a big debate like maybe six months ago about all these. I mean, but it was like Gen Z people with furries as their Twitter avatars. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't serious people, but they were saying like every move, every sex scene in a movie is a violation of the viewer's consent. Like just saying weird shit like that. And like movies are less sexual than they have been since the 60s. You know, like, I mean, it's, it's this weird ass backlash of like, I don't know. I don't know. Nerds. It's nerds yeah but there's always been nerds it's just that now there's like i mean i think we touched on it join the patreon listen to the patreon episode i think we touched on it we talked about the don't worry dad don't worry darling it's like don't worry daddy don't worry daddy johnny i'll make a statement but like it's like the incels as a like powerful group is like "Ah, yeah i don't think it's incels that are that are saying this though i think it's kinky nerds who are like the you, do you know what i mean i think it's the people that are like <laughs> you need to have kinky nerds well like it's the pe- it's i think it's the people that are like i don't know if i if i need to choose your words mom. Say this. <laughs> it's people who are really really like rule obsessed yeah to the point of like i don't just forget it forget it oh well I, okay okay let me try to let me try to plus what you're saying i think it's people that are nerds mm-hmm. who have nothing to they have no experience to draw upon like no the the choking masturbation scene i was like oh she was finally like into just trying something a little different because she was so dead in the I think that was the point the first half of the episode she was sort of like dead but like acting 
And then the second half of the episode, she was put in these like uncomfortable, erotic situations. And they also made a point of it to say like, I don't like she was saying to Rachel, like, I don't like the single I'm putting out. Like, I don't like what I'm doing. I don't I, I was traumatized. My mother died. I don't like my music. I don't have a voice. And I think when he cut her mouth open in that weird scene where she was wearing a sort of Bianca Sansori like face cover mm-hmm. that he was like, no, you couldn't sign. And people are upset about it, but I, I get it. I, I think she's looking, f- I think she's looking for a daddy. And I think when Brittany gave all of her power to Sam Luffy, mm-hmm. that she she also was looking not a conservatorship daddy but i think she was also looking for a daddy yeah it's just like it's re- rebelling against the system that's been in place yeah. around you it, yeah. it's completely normal literally yeah totally normal so yeah i do think this will will result in murder i look forward to seeing those i cannot believe everybody is prude and unsexed enough to hate this as much as they do it's like the world is porn you guys well the whole and hbo is all porn and euphoria is porn they all hate euphoria too these are people that also hate Euphoria. uh, final thought it's a lot of nips yeah we said 10 times like let her nipples show and so what i wanted to sing let my nipples show like passover What song is from Passover? Let my people go when, <laughs> when I want to say Jesus was in Israel town, but that couldn't be the lyrics. Um, Moses. When Moses went to Egypt land, let my people go. Wow. So anyway, I just was thinking, let my nipples show. I think it's got nips. Melissa can hear you. She's laughing. Dying laughing. She came down from got- <laughs> she came down from her nap, and I think she's made she made contact content. It's got nips, non consensual content. I love thinking that like my booming hymn just now woke her. It did. I love waking up to let my nipples show. You guys have hymns in the synagogue. We have hers, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys don't really as much. You have the acapella stuff of the Torah. Yeah, we have a lot of like tropes. Okay. Ah, uh, is a trope. The the umlads mean musical notes. Ah, uh, is a trope. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you tomorrow. We've got a lot of fucking reality TV drama to discuss. But for now, keep an open mind to the icon. Yeah. Because we like Lily the Idol, and we like to see where things go. Oh, the Idol. Why do I want to call him the Icon? That's funny. The buddy icon. Idol. She is an icon. She's playing an icon and an idol. But I think it's going to have a lot to do with like religious iconography as well. Like a prayer was on when she kissed him for the first time. He lifted her up like a crucifix in the dance number. There's a lot of. Right. Wow. This is why it's so important to co-mingle with people that are different than you. Because like the Jews would never notice a like a prayer like like jesus iconography thing but right you're so right when she's boxed in visually and that one shot that's early in the in the episode that you're talking about to me that was like it she looks like she's in a confessional yes yes exactly there's a lot of religious shit going on as well which (gasps) yeah let's see what let's see what how this plays out let's stay open to sam let's stay open to lily you know what abel you might be more than just a weekend you might be a whole fucking weekday so let's just see yeah great thanks for listening join the patreon and leave us a five-star review and actually if you've left a four-star review just change it to five yeah change it to five space trash trash in space space trash lifestyles the rich and uranus space trash 
Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.